It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, Before we move on to other stuff, G. Bush, we kind of got into it with DeQuell, but Anthony Schwartz, man, I know you have some tough feelings about the Browns' second-year receiver, and the floor is now yours, my friend. I I just don't. No, no, let me, don't don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I like Anthony Schwartz. (laughs) I like what he can bring to the table. I like the fact that he has speed, and I know people like, hey, let's get this speed thing, go vertical, and go deep, and I get it. But even when you go back and look at Anthony Schwartz and you look at what he did in Auburn, he was not like a – and I feel even bad about saying this. He's like a third-round pick. Like, in, in the process, thought process, that third-round picks are supposed to be where you, you're you banking on these guys to turn into something special or a number-one receiver, I, I think that's foolhardy. Even when he, it, when he was at Auburn, he never was a guy that was getting off press coverage. He was never a guy that moved around and he was running the whole route tree. He was getting reverses. His biggest plays are off reverses. And so – when Kevin Stefanski is inserting this guy into the playbook, I'm just like, well, why are you asking him to run that route? Like, he only runs one route and it's a slant. And he obviously does not like getting hit going over the middle. We talk about going back to last year with Baker Mayfield. He said basically he gave up on a route, and once he gave up on that route, it caused an interception. It's not the fact that, that Anthony Schwartz doesn't have good raw, material, raw materials. But the, one of the most difficult positions to play is wide receiver. The first thing you have to understand is that you have to see the coverage one way, and the quarterback has to see the coverage that same way, right? To just even just start off with that, that means you guys got to read. Y'all got to be able to read each other's mind, right? Then if you guys both happen to see the same coverage, you have three different things you can do after you see the coverage. You can continue through a zone. You can sit down in a zone. You can convert your route on, on, a, on a broken play, or, or you can do a scramble drill. So now you got four things that you have to process after you process the fact that you got the right defense together. And then you have to catch the football. Now, <laughs> now that's the easiest part, right? But should he, be. It should be. That's all you do. You don't block. You, you don't really tackle nobody. You don't kick a punt. That's what you do. And he is not a natural catcher of the football. 
The ball gets into his body. He's not a guy who, who converts very well and catching the football, tucking the football and getting upfield. And once again, he does not like contact. So my thought process is this. Could you use could you use him some places else with, with, with Schwartz in the office? Sure you could. But here's the problem. I don't know if Kevin Stefanski is creative enough or adaptable enough as a play caller to put him in a position to do that. I would never have him running that. I would have him running a segment of jet motion. You would he would have nine, six, ten, fifteen different things he could do off one jet motion, and that would be his role. Once he got that down and the defense was worried about it, then guess what? You can actually move him around and do some other things. But until then, he is a situational player. He is what you call Josh Cribs, right? <laughs> Get him some stuff where he can do something, put him on special teams. But I think it's yeah, but Josh didn't mind contact. I, yeah, he loved contact. I, guys, that's the I, problem with Anthony Schwartz. I hate to say it, but you know who he really reminds me of? John Ross. Remember when yes. the Bengals drafted yeah. him? Yes. Yeah. Now the Bengals drafted him in the first round, yes. which was really yeah. dumb. But he's the same type of guy in college, great speed, but no production. And that's what Schwartz was. Great speed. He like he wows you at, at the combine. I blame Tyreek Hill for this. Well, uh, yeah, uh, why we would draft yeah, a really yeah. fast guy. Think it's a copycat league. Tyree Kill produce in college? I can't remember for sure, but I, I thought he, he wasn't did. that dude. You know, yeah. he, he was kind of like you, you could see why the Browns would say, you know, we're going to get a Tyree Kill type here who can take the top right. off the defense. Uh -huh. He's lightning fast, and we can use him in a lot of different ways. To, the only problem with what you just said about how you would use him, and I understand there's a lot of things you can do off the jet, but he's just going to become that guy. Tyreek Hill catch the damn football. Yeah. yeah, he'll catch it and then turn and run, and he's gone. In fairness to Schwartz, can do that. he's only in the second year. Guys do improve. They they you know, do. we were talking about um, right now. It feels like a bad pick. Though. We were talking about Deontay Johnson of the Steelers, who is a good, really good receiver. He's right, I think he's in that same class with with Amari Cooper, not elite, but the next yeah. next level of wide receivers. Mm -hmm. When he first came into the league, he had a bad drops problem. How long has he too. been? Yeah, he did. He still got some drop problems. He still does, but he got yeah. better. Last right. year, he took Last a big year, step. Last year, he got a whole lot better. This he got a whole lot better. He's been in the league like four or five years. Well, that's I think heartening, at least, because he really did just start turning it on. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Here's my question, for, and this is what I don't understand. Last year, he his main problem was drops, right? We all agree on that. Like, he was fast. Nobody's complaining about his route running, necessarily, are they? I mean, he's everybody's... But regardless, his number one problem that we all know him for is drops. He's had a whole offseason. Wouldn't that be the only thing that you did if you were a professional you football think. player? Buy a and you knew there was one problem. Balls a exactly. Day. Every single day. And, like, that would be – if you knew you had one thing you had to improve on, that's the only thing I would be doing. And you're young. This is your whole life. You're going to retire in 10 years max. Just concentrate for one summer and just don't do anything except catch football. Is, did he do that? Maybe he did. Maybe like it, it, it's a it, mental it, thing. It, at I this think point. it probably is. You know, well, I, I think, think, I think the, you talked about the fear of contact. You can catch those balls all day long in the summertime from a jugs machine coming at 75 miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. Nobody's bearing thing without, down on you. In the right. Right. Well, then, then you have people practice bearing down on you. I mean it. Like, you have yeah, some you're people. Right. No, you're I'm right. talking, have your friends there just, like, at least in your face. Like, there's yeah, ways I'm around that. I'm talking about the, the, the threat of being decapitated. Right. But there are as ways. As you're in this position. I'm not saying just being an empty field catching a ball. I'm saying there's there are training things I'm sure you can do to, to simulate in some way without injuring so. the guy. 
And I just don't understand. I'm it. Rooting Remember for when him. like LeBron would decide to become a good free throw shooter over the summer? Right. He's just like, I don't like this part of my game. And then yeah. he'd just spend all summer like a psychopath in a gym, and then his percentage would go up like eight percent for the next year. Why can't I mean I know not everyone's LeBron, but why can't people at least approach it with that I, same sort of determination? I, I, I understand I understand what Mike said wholeheartedly. Like I, I like when people get older, right, and they say they lose athleticism, right? To me, I look at it and I'm like, no, no, no. I've torn two ACLs, and my goal was just to dunk a basketball again. Right. And I just worked on my vertical and plyometrics for a whole year, and I jumped higher than I did before that. My thought is, like, how how can Carmelo Anthony be not athletic? Like, what do you mean? Right. Like, this is your job. I think with him, Anthony Schwartz, is he's just a track guy, right? He's not he, – he's in the middle ground. He's not fast enough to say, I'm I'm fast like Usain Bolt, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't, I'm not that fast, but I'm faster than most of the people who play football. But the problem is people who are fast that play football, that only play football, they got all of the tools. They right. can catch, they can run, and they're just as fast as you. I think he just happened to be a guy that, that yeah. hit it big, and I'm fast, and he got in the league because he, he, he's a, a track guy. But to your point, and I agree with you, I would say – that's the reason to to think that it's going to take like if he's going to be good it might take time because he's not a natural player yeah and can he can he develop those skills do i don't wait? know and speaking of that how long do you wait for you can't rely on him to be a key guy certainly well, not but but no you can't not yeah. now but we need him to be a key guy right at now. some point we need yeah. like if you start listing the guys that we have at receiver he's going to be in the top three names that you name yeah so is dpj by default but these guys aren't producing like no. that. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know that. The season hasn't started yet. It's one preseason we game. Gave we DPJ. saw both of them last year. DPJ right. is all of a sudden the number two. Like, I don't under – he gets – He got number, promoted. He by default. Because people the, left. It's, and people – you say his name, mm-hmm. like, he got numbers. You're like, oh, DPJ, uh-huh. right after Amari Cooper. We good at – no, he, he – I haven't seen him do anything. No, they don't have a number two receiver. That's you know that they have a, a big they have a three a four and a five goal. but if, if you're the, if you're the Browns and it's normal season and they're picking you between six and eleven and nine and eight that's cool you know you, you, we're used to going into a season without with major holes yes but if you're if your team who's in the conversation to to go to the Super Bowl yeah and you've got the Bengals and the Bills and yeah. the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Chargers, Chargers. and all these teams and you're gonna say we we're weak at wide receiver but you yeah. know. You're burying your head in the sand and thinking you're going to have a chance because this is a passing league. I hear you, and but there receivers, are. Do the Bills have a clear number two guy receiver? I'll take all of the Bills all of them, receivers all of over ours without well, even looking that at the roster. Who's that 13 kid? That 13 kid. Yeah, the kid, kid who came out at the end of last year is their yep. number two. But Gabriel he's Davis is good. Yes, very good. good. But whether they Which do they, or not, whether the Bills have one or not, it still doesn't make any sense for us not to go after one if there's somebody Agreed. available. I don't know that there there's was no one listen, who can upgrade us on the market right now. And everybody, every team's got some flaws. Every team's got some flaws, right? I mean. You know, that's the Browns' flaws, number two receiver and defensive tackle. And my point there is that's yeah. a bad area to have a flaw. It's, it's like saying we're a World Series contender, but our pitching is really It's good. less of a big deal if Watson is the I, quarterback, but he's not. I could, I this, think. I, I think this, is, this puts it in perspective. Tyler Boyd might be better than our number one receiver. He's comparable. I, I don't think so. The number three is comparable to your number one. Yeah, but that's an extreme circumstance with the Bengals. They're, yeah, we they're, they're in our division. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't agree. Be. And listen, I love Tyler Boyd. He's not as good as Amari Cooper, I don't think. Well, what's stunning about yeah. Amari Cooper is yeah. when you look at his, his stats, macro, yeah. and even micro season to season, 
What he's you'll see is, yeah. he's, he, this is what he is, because yeah. we know who he is now. He's got a, lar- lar- a large enough sample size. He catches five balls a game, under five balls a game, and he scores a touchdown a, not even every other game. D- McNuggets, can you throw his numbers up again? We will give us one sec. All right, so the problem with that bull is he's not a complimentary guy. So he's played in... 108 games, mm-hmm. and he's got 517 receptions. So that's less than five catches a game. Yep. He's also averaging less than a touchdown every two games. Those aren't number one receiver numbers. Amari Cooper, the name, because he was at Alabama and because he was so highly touted, but the name carries less and less clout with each season that he has that isn't a, a, a wide receiver one season. And I think we talked about it. Dequell said, mentioned this here when, when before when you talk about Odell Beckham Jr. And they said who who better Odell or or Amari Cooper. I said oh, that, that's not even close. If Odell Beckham Jr. is is healthy, healthy but he's never healthy. Well, never. Well, well, well Amari Cooper is not the bastion of, of of health. I mean, he's been injured and nicked up too. And, and if you ask me hmm. it, it, to a point, think about this. If you I mean, if, Amari Cooper has 21 touchdowns the last three years. That's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm it, happy it, we it, have a Murray Cooper. Okay, 21 touchdowns, but yeah. that's still less than a touchdown every other game. Well, how many does Odell Beckham have the last three years? Well, I'm not going to compare him to Odell Beckham because right. Odell Beckham's not here. And I, he also I, I, I think saying, Odell Beckham's a better talent, but Odell, I, I, Odell is pointless because Odell hasn't had a good, healthy year in six years. He had a pretty decent Super Bowl when they I just him. need my wide Until receiver he got hurt again, one. Right? <laughs> I need my wide receiver one to yeah. have more than seven touchdowns a year. I just do. I want him to. I want him to have more I, than that. I look around. I, all I do is I look around the league and I say when I go roster for roster, right? right. And you start looking at the Chargers with Mike Williams and, and what's his Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen, and you're like, dang, these two guys is big, tall, strong. Yes, the Brown. If you compare the best teams in the AFC, the Browns are near the bottom at wide receiver. The best teams. They're better than Baltimore. Uh, and that's probably it that's of the contending teams in prob- the AFC. I would rather it. be – I think they have the best running backs, and not just in the AFC, I think in the NFL. I would rather have the best wide receivers in the NFL Yeah. and but, a bottom-tier running back. But room. who are they going to get as their number two receiver that was going to make them that much better? I, that's in not my job. That's that's the Browns. Uh, I mean, job. even if they had Jarvis Landry, they've got all this cap space. Are they better than any of these other teams we're talking but, about? No, it's no, worth throwing no, them but, there. but they're, they're better than they are as constantly. But we've known this for a while. I think we're panicking. about I thought it at the this decision point. to let Jarvis walk was a bad one. We talked about I it on agree. this show at the time. I agree. I didn't mind it if they had a plan, but I just don't like that our second receiver on the team right now didn't earn it. He got there because two other guys left. I would prefer three. for it to three other guys. Hollywood left. Higgins. I would prefer. Yes, I, you're I right. just think he's in Carolina. Now. I think he. I just Hollywood Higgins is not a starting receiver. He's Why has he got two. that cool nickname then? He shouldn't have it. All right. He hasn't well, earned it. I mean, they called, disagree. They called Daniel Jones Danny Dimes. He ain't earned his nickname either. Great mm. nickname. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you know but what? He's one of the worst quarterbacks. He's, more, he's more like Danny Pennies in reality, but Danny Dimes. It's yeah. a terrible a nickname, nickname because. Yeah. He, it, Conjures up this idea that he's dropping dimes. I know. Right. And, right. He's, and he's dropping he's dimes to the other team's defensive backs. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's not good. Um, uh-huh. I, who would have thought that Baker Mayfield, he's, he's throwing to better receivers in Carolina than he, than he would be if he was here right now. I know. Are you fantasizing again? Is that what no. you're doing in front of us? No, somebody sent me the worst text ever <laughs> yesterday. You know what it was? I said, just... here's, here's our nightmare. Uh-huh. Baker throws for 300, two touchdowns to Hollywood Higgins. Rolls the Browns and I stopped reading it. Right. I, didn't even I, I think the you tweet. guys. Are I'm like, I've had enough. Hey, don't forget I, enough. Don't forget. I think you're making it seem game. like every team's other You're guys going, right? are mm-hmm. great and the Browns' other guys are not. We'll see. 
They they played one preseason game. We got to give these guys. A Are chance. you going to report for us when you go? I was thinking about that. I'm going to be too drunk. You're I don't want to represent us when I'm <laughs> when I'm at that game. You I don't want that. It would be. Can great. we get the best bets? I want to see how I'm dominating. Was that we'll get to give that bad bet in a sec. First, we got to do what the internet is saying, and as always, great television, man. When we do what the internet is saying, it's brought to you by PCC Airfoil. Looking for a job with great advancement and great benefits. PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. Oh, all locations mm, of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18. Only Airfoils I use. Plus, get a full benefit package, paid time off, and a signing these, bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Don't we have a video? For Roundstone. No. Oh. oh it's, okay. You got you to do it. My bad. You got to Elvis for Roundstone. So, we, we so we you probably it. weren't even thinking about I what you I wasn't even thinking about doing a song for PCC. I thought we were doing a PCC with PCC? Sorry. Yeah, you know me. There we go. That works. That always works yeah. in a pinch. I Throw hate that one, but who who cares what I like? Yeah, I know. You gotta, if you had your golf book here, I wouldn't have done that. I know. You're right. You're right. People That's totally only care fair. about what the internet likes, and what the internet likes is this dunk yesterday from oh. none other than Bronny James. Let's take <laughs> the tag board full here. If you guys missed it, Bronny James is overseas. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In France, playing in a high school European tour, which seems ridiculous in its own right. Drop but a bomb on that. Bronny James took off. We'll play it again here for UG Bush. Take a nice look. Look at those children on his team. Oh my gosh. That's a nice dunk. And that's pretty nasty. How good is he, by the way? He's like, a four star nice. recruit. That's nice. He's not an elite prospect. He's right? not. No, you he's guys not. know I don't. He's you, the number hey. 62 player. Here's the thing in is, ESPN. you guys he's know I hate 62. seeing this. If his name oh. was Jamal Smith, I don't know that he's top 100. I've had, I had, and I don't know that world at all. I had someone who does know that world tell me that. That's exactly what he said. Right. Here's, here's your problem. See, this is, see, this is the thing. This is the, it's the, it's the best. I, I didn't know how good he was. But let, let's let's talk about is it's the Lamelo Ball syndrome, right? Lamelo Ball was like when Lavar Ball was like, oh, he's gonna be a number oh, one LeVar pick, number Ball two pick, right? People like, come on, he just he got a weird shot, he doing all this. See, but what happens is, as you, it, it's all about hype. It, it, it's it's the hype. But then pretty soon, what happens is, they start having resources, right? And and the resources that LeBron got. You could already tell, like you could already shoot, mm -hmm. but now he's jumping a little higher, right? His body is a little bit bigger. Yeah. Then you start getting into that that level where it's like, well, that's all he gonna do. That's yep. what he. That's his life. He his his father gonna put him on that ro right. rotation, that routine, and then pretty soon, when the mentality get there, mixed with the fact that he got the facilities, he got the trainers and the DNA and the DNA. Yep. And he's probably at some special what's, lab what's in Nova fair, Scotia shooting him up with special stuff that makes him taller and faster. What's not fair is that, like, if he's just, a, like, a decent NBA player, yeah. people are going to look at that as a big disappointment. Well, look at Michael Jordan's kids. They were well, average but, college players But they didn't even get to the schools. NBA. No, right? but 
Imagine, imagine when, I know. when you walk into a gym and you're Jeffrey Jordan, everybody's he, like, he, he's right. Oh, there, but there I'm he saying, is. like, if, if Bronny makes it to the NBA and he plays for 10, 12 years and it, you know, averages six points a right. game, right? Yeah. You know, a guy who deserves to be on a team but is not any kind of all star or anything, right? I, like, I, still not a terrible that's life. That's an for amazing the guy. accomplishment yeah. to get to the it NFL, is, but unfortunately, it's minimized because right. it's junior. Yeah, he'll, he'll, I think he'll. Keep working. The worst thing that could happen with him yeah. was him be ranked number one or two or in the top ten. Yeah, because yeah, then, you're right. Now, more if, pressure, if, more you, pressure. if you sixty, you can say, bro, they don't think you're good at all. Yeah, yes. expectations are already right. yep. dampered. That, by the way, two things I hate by ba- about basketball drive me nuts. Number one is all the the. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? When they, they take uh, fake fouls. Why, why can't I think of the word? Flopping. 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 I couldn't think of the word. Flopping. Number two, show the video again. Can we show that video? I hate this when players do this on the bench. Makes me freaking crazy every time I see the it. The hold me back? Yeah. Uh, yes. What are you going to yeah. do? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, right. Hold me back. back. Look at this L-O-W-D. Right there. Little red and white dude. Don't hold me back. I've never seen a dunk before. Hold me back. Hold me back. I take that. Where I first saw it was at the dunk contest. Hold me back. It's so stupid. It became a big thing. It's so annoying. It's probably sincere like the first time or something. Yeah. And now it's like now they all mimic it. And now those yeah. kids there saw it. And now think they think kids they are imaginative. It. You'd think they'd come up with something fresh. Right. Hate that. Something that we like. No, you know, it's kind of like the high five. Like the Bronny it, thing. It had its time. Yeah. By the way, it's remember the Bronny thing. I hate seeing him getting better because, as you'll recall, my goal is for him to stink and for us to draft him as a sympathy thing and it, to get Cleveland, LeBron to come home. To get LeBron. So this works against my uh, narrative. <laughs> and by <laughs> the way, like. I know your buddy uh, Skip Bayless tweeted and, and took a shot at LeBron's kid, which was absurd. But I'm, well, I don't put wanna... it in context before you say take a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people might look at it as a backhanded compliment. No, no, it was not a compliment at all. He did say, "Wow, wow, you got yeah. it done." Here it is. Hey, Bronny, impressive. But your dad would have dunked it left-handed, so that's that's derogatory. It, yeah, you sure got away with it, though. It, it's lame that Skip did it. But I, like, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's why I said some uh, might not see that I, as a shot. I, he said, he, I, I think he just what he he's nudging at, him. Like, what he, what, here's okay, what, I see you, you. Did you just meet Skip Bayless today? No. Of course that's a shot. No, I just think it's like. Of course that's a shot. But that's why Skip is the best at what he does because he gets people all aggravated. He's on. Yeah, he's, it's he part gets of people it, like me screaming and yelling. Character. What the hell? Skip Bayless is an idiot. It's, blah, 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 blah. It's, but that's what he's trying to do because he wants you to watch the show. And he's very good at it. It's like me going to see Mike Pope, right? Yeah. He, he's doing a comedy act, right? Yeah. That would be nice. He, he come through, <laughs> he say a joke, and it shut the house down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I go up to him and be like, man, you know what? I like that. Robert Williams would have said it like this, but uh-huh. he got away with it, though. I met a lot of you guys. Now, I said <laughs> Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. If I put your name and Robin Williams in the same sentence, that means in the culture, you did a good thing. No. He's comparing no. LeBron to the greatest player of all time. Dude, yeah. If you told Mike, if you told uh, uh, Mike's not a stand up, Mike does. I don't know. He knows. No, Mike does stand up. And he does it very well. That's not your thing. I'm really kind of a chameleon of sorts. So, um, so he's an entertainer. A renaissance man. Robin Williams is an actor. Comedian. Right. Yeah. He's a sure. very creative writer, but I'm telling you, I've seen his stand up. He's very yeah, good at stand up. None of this matters. Mike, the point is, LeBron's son needs to stink. See, I just insulted Mike saying he's not a stand up. No, Mike is very uncomfortable with anybody talking about him or giving him No, but like, if you said, because, like, you 
we had Don Jameson here a couple weeks ago, right? Like, if you said to Don, like, oh, you know, that was good, but Robin Williams would have done it, he'd be like, F you. Right. I, he may not say that publicly, but well, privately. Ronnie's yeah. 16 or 17 yeah. years old. He's being compared yeah. to LeBron's, to, to his father, who's the greatest, yeah. by his father's biggest critic. Yeah. Right. What, what I found most interesting about it was, cool. was the fact that he was complimenting LeBron. You Skip can never yeah. does that. That's how you can interpret it too. And, and by the way, he's right. That's, that's kind LeBron of would have finished. With that is mind. kind yeah. of how I would interpret it. Is it's almost like a sign of respect and, a, and like a rite of passage saying, "And now, I, as I have tormented the father, I yeah. shall begin to torment yeah, the son." Exactly. It almost legitimizes him in it a does. way because sure, he's, say, he's yeah. saying, "You're worth critiquing. Yeah. You're worth going after in the same way that I went after." Yeah. Shooting eagles. I, I hate yeah. that there's national guys that like decide. We, I'm a LeBron hater, and I'm just going to always go with that. That narrative. was his but brand. Gets, it, yeah. Like Nick Wright, he make, he who makes, I love. He makes about 10 million a year. So do you know it Nick. For him. Do you know Nick Wright. He wins. I do know Nick, yeah. and I think Nick is really he's underrated. He's I think great. He, yes, and, but he loves LeBron and will never say anything bad about him. Right. Mm-hmm. And Skip is like always, and it's like. That's silly because this you can critique LeBron and not be a hater in the same way. But it becomes a part of their character and it also becomes a part of their engagement in that. Helps. That's true, no doubt. And that's a big yeah. part of it. Conflict, yeah. even if they, I don't even think they totally believe those whole what they're saying, obviously. Yeah. But they're playing a role now that they know gets a response. You're absolutely and who can blame right. Them. Skip is he carved his lane early at the time he was coming up when he was just starting on first take. Yeah, he had decided who are the Eagles in our sports society, and at the time they were Tiger Woods. T.O., Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, LeBron, LeBron James. So, Skip just said, all right, everybody's heaping praise on these guys. And I think it's a little overboard. So, I'm going to put all three of those guys in my crosshairs. And Tiger became a front runner who couldn't close deals. You know, T.O. became a showman who was always about himself over team. And LeBron became a guy who... Didn't want to take the last shot. Prince, didn't have the clutch Prince, gene. Prince will never James. be Michael Jordan. Prince James. Mm-hmm. Prince Do you James. know how many times I had to sit next to that man <laughs> within arm's reach mm-hmm. and, and watch within him? Within striking distance. And I'm telling you, it was the thing I'm most proud of in my life is that I never took a swing at him. Wow. And I love Skip personally. I really do because he's not that guy in real life. Right. Very soft-spoken, very polite, one of the nicest, most thoughtful people I've ever known. Mm-hmm. And I, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. But what I used to have to hear him. <laughs> after you'd get off one nonsense. of those, though, after you'd hear him do that, all right, so it cuts, it's commercial break, does he go like, sorry about that, no. guys. You know what no. I had to do. No. He stays no. in character. Absolutely believes every word that he says. Wow. Absolutely. Well, now, whether he's talked himself into that position right, right. or not, he believes it. And mm-hmm. then you juxtapose it with his Tim Tebow love. It, I know. Oh, that's no it was like, it was like, hold on. I, yeah. I would, I would watch, this is crazy. I would watch Denver Broncos games just to see what Tim Tebow would do and then go watch Skip to see how he was going to spin And that's why he's successful. Right. Our ratings <laughs> And we're talking about Tim him Tebow, now. No. <laughs> our ratings during the Tim Tebow stuff oh my God. were absolutely the, – the network was throwing parties well, every day at noon when our show came yeah, the air. Yeah, because people loved Tim Tebow, and yet he was awful in the right. NFL. So what, it was a crazy thing. What Skip did was he just took the lane of contrarian. Yeah. yeah. And he's such a good debater – Mm-hmm. And right, he frustrates his opponents. And yes, things. we That's need to exactly clip this does. segment. You need to send this to him, have him send it out because it's about him and he'll like that. And it's mostly complimentary. <laughs> and then we'll get his viewers and followers to like us. I, I would that. rather do with that. I would love to get a chance to debate. Well, if Skip. you do it, I'll send it to I know it's him. never going to happen. Listen, I'll tell you this. Skip's yeah. gonna come so on, right? one of the greatest shows that we've ever did, yeah. and Skip will tell you this too, was with Chad Johnson. 
Chad Johnson yeah. would come into the studio. We all became friendly with him. Yeah. He had told our producers, I want a two-hour – this one coming in for one segment and doing one topic, right. no, no, no good. I want Baelish for two hours. <laughs> and, you know, Chad is not a bashful guy at all. No. Yeah. It was the most compelling two hours of television I've ever been involved with. Wow. We, we flew to Cincinnati, did it live from the Bengals locker room. There was a point where Chad – and I'm Chad, if he was here, would tell you this. There was a point in the show where Chad was – on the edge of tears. Mm. He was so rattled. He was so thunderstruck at the way yeah. Skip came at him with both fists at the same time. Yeah. He started the show. They shook hands and he started the show, Skip did, by telling him everything that's wrong with him. That's hard for anybody to hear. <laughs> Absolutely. But what Skip, Skip's logic was, I'm gonna, he's going to need a standing eight count two minutes into this show. And he did, and he never recovered. And I've seen a lot of, good, a lot of people that do this for a living, like you. Yeah. That say the same thing. I want them. I want them. Yes. I want them. Absolutely. We bring them into the studio. We give them 10 minutes with Skip. Yeah. And they would leave with their tail between their legs mm-hmm. saying, well, that didn't go like I thought Absolutely. Because I think I'm one of, if not the best debater in this town. He's a national debater. That would be you a- have to think that. Absolutely. You have to think and that. And so I would love to get the chance. But uh, it's, it's it's something to watch on a daily basis. It's go the ahead. opposite of Chuck Todd from Meet the Press, just so everyone oh, knows. <laughs> the absolute opposite. But, Jay, real quick. You We're going to have to leave it the there. That possibly Ocho Cinco, we might be able to get on it. Absolutely. No, no. He is and totally, Skip, too, at some point? Chad has agreed to do it. It's a matter. I would much rather have him here. So, A, we've got to hope that, that happens. That he, for some reason, Cleveland well, is we could have the week they play schedule. the Bengals in Halloween. Would, but, oh, my God. But he has agreed to come on and do it remotely, too. So, I would love to get him the week of oh, the Bengals game. Yeah. Chad Ochocinco will be on this program in the future for sure. And skip a possibility? Chance? Well, no, no. you have to understand that Skip does his show early in the morning here, our time, and as soon as the show is over, he goes directly to the gym, and there's nothing that will change that for Skip. So I, yeah. I don't know that we could ever get Skip live. We could probably have a chance to do something on tape with Skip. Just a good little tease for the viewers mm. out there. Absolutely. Our Rolodex of guests. And by the way, we get going. Isaiah Thomas according to Brad as well. Yes. Yeah, we got some big-time people coming and, through. And same with Stephen A., by the way. Stephen A. has agreed to do the show. But the problem is they're on from 10 to 12. Right. And then he goes immediately into his radio show. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's just a matter of semantics and timing it out. But hopefully we'll make it that work. will happen. This is our promise to you guys. We'll get those even if it's, guys you know, Like what we could do is, is try to schedule a primetime special. Where we got Skip and perhaps Stephen A. together, and we did something where if it was we did that, we'll break the internet. We that would be awesome. Don't, don't, oh no, listen, it would. Those guys I have a the, very they, they they love each other like brothers. They recently had a public spat. Yeah, we got. They, you said they would pass it up. You said no, they, they did. Yeah, 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 I know. I was talking yeah, to both yeah, of them yeah. like you guys are better than this. Put it. Put you it. Doctor Phil in them. I yeah. kind of went Doctor Phil. Nice. They figured it out on their Somebody own, but I was texting both of them individually, and it was about. Usually they put their egos aside when it comes to the two of them. Mm-hmm. And in this particular case, that didn't happen. But they've come to the light and they realized that they were just being. Petty. That's what UCSS does. We, we yeah. mend all. And right. try to bring, we try to bring people yes. together. Speaking of, poten- hey, guardians, though, we speaking got, we of potential. The first place guardians. Go ahead. Speaking of potential no. guests, though, um, celebrity guests, the band, the Spin Doctors follows me on Twitter. I can hit them up and see if maybe they want to nice. come on. They, maybe they'd be our house band. For I was just day. kidding about that. I don't really uh, want to talk uh, to the Spin <laughs> Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> 
Y'all gotta stop doing that. Y'all got to do that. Y'all got me three times a day. I feel like this is racist. Like y'all got an inside joke. Y'all know y'all playing and I just don't know. get these inside spin doctor jokes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, the Guardians man split a pair with the with the Tigers yesterday. Yeah. Gave the second one away. Eli Morgan was. He's been awful. He has been the last couple months. He's been awful and Brian Shaw's been awful too. I gotta tell you, I still think Brian Shaw has it. I still think he has it. He's he's had a couple of recent outings where he's looked very good. Yeah. He still throws 95 and he still has an 82 mile curveball that breaks 18 inches. I never trust him in a big spot. Well, that's because of what what happened yeah. once upon a time, but, but I, uh, I still, he has good stuff. How about Jimenez in that first game? Oh, again with these stupid Browns facts. There it is. Go ahead. I hate this idea. I, I, that. Listen, I, I love this idea. One time thing. Together. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think, think it's a great idea. Yeah, it keep, does help. Keep those coming. So obnoxious. <laughs> uh, the first game of the doubleheader. So I mean, Jimenez has been so clutch. I talked about this on my podcast. Did it in both today. games yesterday. He, yeah, exactly. And they really let that one get away. Uh, Rosario's been great. Had a terrible day in the doubleheader. He went over for seven. Two double two plays. Double plays. Yeah. In the big spots. One, in big spots. The first one was runner on first, nobody out. And yeah. then the second one, I think they had first and second one out. They had already the scored a run. Or, or, no, or the eighth inning. It was 5-4, first yeah. and second, one out. Right. Uh, I thought, you know, it's not just Francona. I, a lot of teams do this now with young pitchers. I thought, what's his name? Xavion Curry, the kid who pitched the second game. Yeah. I wanted to see him keep going. I know he gave up two runs in the fifth inning, but it wasn't like they were smacking I him know, around. Bull, with the quality arms that they have in their bullpen, the, the, Indian, the Guardians' I, bullpen is so deep. I know, but the, those guys. It was guys, his first. You were afraid of letting this. a team mm-hmm. go through the so lineup a third time just against him. I just yeah. thought yeah. he gave up runs on, like, bloop, you know, it was like ground right. ball singles. And the, the base hit he gave up. No, he, the, the, the leadoff hit. The, was one down yeah. the third baseline right. that you had to leave go foul. It didn't. Right. And then the next guy, it should have been nobody out in that inning. Right. Or two out, nobody on. The ball falls in center field between Quan right. and uh, the kid that's playing center. It's like I'm there. Night. Yeah. I, 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 this strategy, boy, I tell you. Y'all but yeah. we lost our nine. No, not at all. <laughs> we, we, no, no, no. Yeah. But, and, and then even like the base that he gave up that, that uh, made it three to two. Like, that was a great pitch that the guy just went out and got and served it out there. I don't know. I, I, I want to see these young guys. But we give them a chance. They get into trouble, give them the next inning, and then obviously Morgan gives up the back-to-back I had, home run. I had another idea. In yeah. addition to um, the occasional Deshaun Watson facts popping up to keep their attention, yeah. Yeah. we need maybe some, like, action movie music. So it's like, bum, 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 the team, by the way, the team started the day in first place by two and a half games. How about this? The home run Jimenez hit, hit to give him the lead in the first game was off Andrew Chafin, left-handed pitcher for the Tigers. It was really good. Changeup, I think, wasn't the, it? Uh, I think no, that, right. was, that was a home run that he hit in the second game. It was the first home run he'd given up to a lefty since, like, August 20th of last year. This is like Almost a 1960s year game show. Since this that pitcher had given up a, a, a home run to a lefty. Wow. I, Jimenez I, has been incredible. I, well, well, listen. All right. So this is the thing we talked about. Yeah. You said it earlier. Yes. The the, the Guardians are going to have ebbs and flows, right? There are ups and peaks and valleys. Yeah. And I thought Earl brought up a good question. Uh, did they peak too much, too, no. too early? No, I don't believe it. Uh, because here's the thing. I mean, they could. How many games are left in the season? Forty. Forty something. I think. It's forty yeah. or something. You don't see. You don't see where there's a there's a stretch where they could lose six out of seven. I oh, think no, absolutely they will. that will happen they again. They will. They're a young team. Pseudo fan? And the back end of the season is rough from what I understand. But, I don't right. even, but at least they're home. Yeah. 
I don't even buy that they're peaking right now. I mean, your best player, Jose Ramirez, is, is not playing great. Well, they've won eight of ten. So, I mean, no, but they've I, done that a few hot. times this year. And so, they usually follow that by losing we, seven in right, a row. Right, right. Hopefully they can avoid a longer – obviously you'll go through a week where you're not playing as well, but right. hopefully they can avoid it being two weeks. I'll yeah. contribute something to this. I did see an interesting stat that caught my eye, and that's that one of the things they're attributing their success to is that they're – I didn't know that they were first in the AL in steals. And they're third running a lot. in all of baseball. Yeah, they're running a lot. I had no idea. And that's, yeah. you know, yeah. so that's putting everybody in scoring. Five you know, guys with double digits. One steals. of the things that helps a team is when its superstar is the hardest play, plays harder than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the rub off factor with Jose Ramirez running everything out, mm-hmm. hustling, mm-hmm. very smart base runner. He'll know when a pitcher's got has maybe lulled him, you know, he's not looking at him anymore. Yeah. And he'll just go. Yeah. Yep. And swipe the bag. And the, the, the dugout is all, everybody, all these young kids are watching him. Particularly through a young team, too. Yes. you got a bunch of vets on there. They're like, I remember when I had hope. But when it's a bunch of kids, they're like, oh, we all got to be like you're, this. You're, yes. you're a pitcher. Like, so, like, we talked about it. We're laughing and joking and saying how Ricky Henderson and Kenny Lofton, ain't nobody, Tim Raines, ain't nobody about to let you steal the base. How the hell are they letting these guys steal bases? I thought that was the, the – you could throw it's people It's not out. as much well, a focus of the game. The as, game you know. So, the game has evolved to the point where bunting and running – have been completely washed out of the sport, unfortunately, mm. because the analytics guys will tell you that. Oh, sack bunts are so dumb. I hate sack bunts. Well, I'm okay with them in certain spots. If it's two to one in the eighth inning and you're facing the ace and you get a guy on base, you got to move him over, Bull. He's got to, you got to get him it. in scoring position. It depends. I, you would have to tell me specifically who's hitting, who's on deck. Well, that's but generally, I hate the I analytics hate. on the analytics so, players. They don't, they don't take that into account. Yeah. So the analytics well, does, does not like base stealing. Why? No. Well, well because still- there's other ways to score runs. Now the game has become this swing away, swing from your heels. If you strike out 150 times, that's all, that's all good. As long as you hit 35 home runs, because the long play on the math, it's just like going for two in the NFL. If the league average of converting on two-point conversions is 52%, and, and, and it's just right there at the cusp, then you the, the book says you need to do it every time. Because if you convert at the league average, you're going to score two right. more than every other I would other if time. I were a head coach in the NFL, go for it every time. Well, Almost every time. There have been a couple of coaches that yeah. have tried that, and here's why this doesn't work. If you get the reputation, see, they're taking the big sample size of numbers. And traditionally, when you're going for two, you're down 15 and you need to make it a two-score game. Okay? Sure. When when a team always goes for two, like there was a year where the Steelers decided, just going to do it. Just going to go for two every time. Well, now what the book doesn't take into account is defenses are game planning all week for your two-point plays. And the statistics can't adjust to that. And because the you have statistics, statistics cannot – you can't bake that into a Agreed, number. Agreed, but it also depends on who I have at quarterback. We're, we're going, that's, we're going the same thing as bun- that's the same thing as why people aren't bunting? So, though? in baseball, when they crunch these analytics numbers, mm-hmm. they've gone long-term and they've figured out how many times sacrifice bunts are successful. Mm-hmm. And if the percentage isn't to the point where if, – if you've got a 300 hitter up, Three and ten times, that man is going to get a hit. Mm-hmm. If the successful bunt ratio for the entire league is twenty-five percent, you're better. Li- he's better, better off, off swinging away. Yeah. It's just it's all a numbers play. Now I hate that because it doesn't take into account close and late. It doesn't take into account the individual 
bunter that's I at think home the managers plate, probably take that that's where the gut degree. comes in so yeah, the manager yeah. knows mm-hmm. hey I've got this guy he's yeah. a great bunter screw the book I'm going to have him drop one down. Mm-hmm. But what that's I part like of the problem, Terry, too, is not a lot of great bunters. No, because because the game is de-emphasized the bunt as right. a play, they don't spend a lot of time no. in that also means that teaching also, guys how to properly bunt. That also creates opportunity, though, because now less people are bunting, so it's unexpected, so maybe I you can surprise some people. With I do it, right? think yes. running is coming back a little bit. The well, run, it absolutely yeah. is coming back. The and bunting's not, look, but the running is. The numbers are coming back up on stolen bases, mm-hmm. yeah. but Tito is a guy who looks, he's looking at his team. They can't hit home runs. I think this team has three players with double-digit home Fran runs. Fran Reyes is still That's fourth true. on the team in homers with nine. Which is sad. Yeah. So, because they can't hit wow. home runs, you've got to do it a different <laughs> right. way. Yes. Earl Weaver, right. when he was with the Orioles, he he lived off the three-run home run. Right. Get him on, get him on, over the fence. Yeah. Well, Terry's looking at what he has. I think he's the smartest manager in the game. He looks at what he has. He's like, I've got some young, fast guys. Let him run. Let's go. I love it. Let's take the Tell wheels off. my fantasy off. team. I'll tell you that. And it, it helps. It helps. Oh, go ahead. We got to do top five. Let's do it. Ultimate five. And as always, the Ultimate Five is sponsored by Roundstone Insurance. And our jingle today is once again from our boy Eddie, channeling a little Elvis, which we'll get to in one sec. But if you're looking for insurance, why are you looking anywhere besides Roundstone? Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money up to 20%. Yeah, 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money, too. 20%. Insurance. How about you? Wow. Who is off to the side there? That he, by the way. Looked like he was looking for approval Eddie, at the end. By the way, we know all we need to know about him. Look at his, his Rolodex full of DVDs. I saw that. Or I, I want to know what's in that That's my man, Eddie. I like Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie's the man. It looks like he's a DJ. Uh-huh. Insurance. He can sing. <laughs> How about you? Just picture his neighbors right now in the apartment next These to him. These are the like, fans we, we need. Eddie, man, love it. We nice keep job, coming, Eddie. Love it, Eddie. These are the people that we embrace. Yes. I love these folks. Yeah. We're all he's a diehard, man. We're and you know what? He's, he's got a nice quality to his yeah. voice. Oh, he yeah. did. You know? Sure, good timber. Baritone. Solid yeah, timber nice. to that good voice. timber, yeah. is that what yep. it's called? Absolutely. I yeah. don't know. All right. All right, so today's top five are the most iconic sports quotes from mm, okay, athletes of all time. So yeah. Quotes that you hear and you immediately put, oh, I know who said that, to the name of the face. Mm-hmm. These all are right. no coaches and no play-by-play calls. We'll do those just another. Players. There's just okay. so many just to choose players. from. I can't believe you were able all to. all Yogi Berra's. No right? idea how no, you were No, Yogi didn't make the list because Yogi's were all too good. He didn't have one specific one that you immediately think that mm. was Yogi. All right. I already hate your system. Move forward. Go ahead. All right. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no sense said. whatsoever. Yeah, Let's start because with he's so five. good, he can't be in the top five. Yeah. Let's start with number five. All right. A different Yankee. Lou Gehrig. Oh, yeah. okay. Today, well, that's yep. iconic. I consider that myself the one, luckiest though? man on the face of Do the Do you hear that with reverb when, he, when yes. you read that? You can't hear it without the echo. Uh-huh. Isn't it amazing that they actually have the audio of it? I mean, that's a long it time is. ago. It's video, too. They it's have video, the video. Yeah. Aliens they don't it. have a video of the whole speech, just but that just one that part. part. But that's yeah. all you need. Aliens in the Andromeda Galaxy just got that about that's five true. years ago. It was, on the gold, <laughs> it was on the golden disc, too, yeah. that went out with Carl Sagan yeah. stuff. So It's probably out in space. All right, what's number four? We're going to the hockey goat for this next one. Oh, a goal not a, a shot not taken is a you goal miss not hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Okay. Mm. Which then got reverberated by the office and Michael Scott. That does well, nothing for me. Right, that shows right. overrated in my opinion. By but, the uh, way, that's a great that's a great mindset for dating. 
It, yeah, it's yeah. It's for a good thing in life. For most Go things. Go for it, man. Hey, hey. And it seems like it should be like on a poster with a seagull <laughs> right. behind it, you know, in like an office. <laughs> that's the way. That's, that's the true. way to get out of the friends box. <laughs> Don't take. Do not be in the friends box hanging Anthony. out and taking her conversation about this other guy as close intimacy. Take your shot. Shoot your shot. Yep. I don't like you. We not friends. We not about to be friends. I, I like you. I feel like Anthony's been Anthony shooting shots. I, I feel like I'm he's been shooting tr- shots. He's just getting blocked a lot. Isn't that the case? <laughs> you are shooting shots. God, we're all right. killing him. It's now. okay. It's all right, Anthony. Yes, him. He never. He, when he signs like, up for this job, he listen, never. Listen, it was just his birthday. He's 25. Things are looking up. When's it's not your birthday. It's not your birthday anymore. It was last week. Yeah, you were here. You were on vacation. You were driving up Anthony. I got feelings for you, girl. I love Anthony. <laughs> it's all right. We're rooting for you. You know we're rooting for you. It's all with love. All, all right. right. What's number that three? was a bitch. How, how you have number that three. ahead of Lou Gehrig? I have no idea. But mm-hmm. go ahead. Number three from the man, how can we the apply myth, this the legend, Anthony's. Mike Tyson. Oh, that is a good one. That's, That's a great one. one. Hey. hey, Mike Tyson, That's. a horrible human being, but uh, that is a funny line. These are these are really good so far. These are that, hey. really I don't, whatever whoever you stole That's this facts. from online, I got respect for. Reddit. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's whatever Reddit right. post you got this from, nice work. <laughs> no, this, this this was me. This is a lot of research. I this believe one. it. I believe right. it. I had uh, two friends in town this weekend, and we we did a little back and forth talking. Well, about you've so, done so. well so far. I like Thank that you. one though. I, I like I, that. There one. was nothing better. Like I don't care about boxing that much anymore. But when Mike Tyson fought, we oh, would buy. It was my friends event. and I would get the payroll, uh, the pay per view yep. every time. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you want, and and usually in boxing, you want to see a great match. With Mike Tyson, you just wanted to see him kill the guy. You know what though? Happen. This is a true story on a pay per view. I had like a bunch of friends over from college. We ordered pizzas. The doorbell rang just as the fight started. Yeah. I went to get the pizzas and pay the guy. I came yeah. back. The fight was over. That's right. Yeah. I missed it. I paid for it. It was I at remember, my house. I remember that fight. I forget who it was. It was like 90 seconds. He was seconds, scared, not even right? 90 what was seconds. his name? That, the guy was like scared. You could tell it, it was over. It might have been Michael Spinks. I think it was. I'll look it up after we finish this. It was list. like yeah. okay. 90 seconds. I mean, and it was a big fight. I still fight. can't believe he lost the I mean, Tupac died. Like, coming out of a Mike Tyson. Coming out of a Tyson fight. Number two. Shady. Number two, my personal favorite quote of all time, but it's not the most iconic. Practice? Yeah. We talking about good. practice? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm talking about a game. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. the game that I love and die for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talk about practice. We talk about practice. That's why we didn't do any practice shows. Okay, now, up to UCSS. Before you do number one, I, th- I thought of this the other day. I- I- I'll go one that, r- that I remember. I'll throw it out there. And if you guys have one that you think might be number one that we haven't seen on the list, mine would be, do you guys remember when Jim Mora was He's a coach. Talking well, the, we mentioned that one. He yes. said no coaches. No coaches. Oh, oh no coaches. Because okay. to me, otherwise I'd say Denny Green. Denny Green. Yeah. yeah. Crown him, crown yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. Who we thought was. We're going to do a coaches. Okay, coach. good. Yeah. And, but the, uh, but the Mora one was so yeah. good. Playoffs. Playoffs. And he kept saying, yeah. there was another famous Mora one where he could tell, tell the media, you know what? How many games did you play in the NFL? And he was pointing out specific reporters. Yeah. What about you? Did you ever play in the NFL? How about you? You know the problem with the media? You think you know, but you don't. And you never will. Mm-hmm. And he was so true. You play to win the game. That's got to be number one, right? <laughs> or Mike Gundy. Yeah. No, oh. Mike Gundy's a coach. I'm a no, I'm saying, we were just talking about the coach. I'm a yeah. man. Oh. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm a man. Now, I'm, I'm, 40. 40. I'm, a four, I'm 40. Yeah, I'm a man and I'm 40. Ahead, Anyone have any guesses on the number one athlete? Anybody else? It's uh, not coming to me. What, we can, that we can, number one, making a guess? Iconic sports quote, yeah. I'll give you one hint. Go ahead. It's on every poster you've ever seen at a college dorm. Oh, man. But someone with Bo Jackson? Is it Just a marijuana leaf? Let's take it. It's from the legend. Muhammad Ali. Oh, oh that is yeah. a good one. Yeah, that like is a butterfly. Good. 
thing like a beast. No, that is very I mean, good. Muhammad Ali is the greatest trash talker ever. Fact. Yep. He invented it. I mean, Fact. there was nobody better than Muhammad Ali. I mean, did anybody do it before him? Can Not anybody that, like, think you of know anybody about. that did it before him? I mean, it probably happened. But he it would wasn't write famous. poems and and deliver them in pre-fight news conferences, predicting what round he was going to knock out I his mean, opponent. He was yeah, he was the and he usually did it. He yep. was the first person to get with like a, I don't know if it was scripted, but he's the first dude to get with a journalist, and and we gonna go back and forth. Me and you, you're we, right. We got a script. Mm-hmm. And, and you come on, Howard Cosell. Come on, Cosell. He, he would make fun of him. And I'm like, bro, this is this is I will watch the old joints in black and white. It's groundbreaking. Yeah, like like well, those interactions between Muhammad Ali and Howard Cosell were great, though. Epic. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was I epic. Mean, crazy. You know, the, the first time I met LeBron I, and I asked him, I said, do you do you like Skip? Do you hate it? And he goes, well, no, I don't. I don't hate it. I, I, I got a lot of respect for Skip. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm I'm Muhammad Ali and he's Howard Cosell. Oh, wow. Which was really interesting when he said that. I had yeah. never thought about and that. And what a boost to both of their egos. <laughs> no kidding. You know what I mean? Put you yourself imagine? in that neighborhood. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you say that? <laughs> Did you tell Skip that? He's like, I kind of am Howard Cosell. But you know what? Huh? Now, now, when you think about it, when yeah. you think about it, like Howard Cosell was the GOAT because he was the first really to do, to yep. make sports casting like a personality thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you think about it and you think about Howard Cosell, like who is the Howard Cosell of today? Right. It probably is Skip. There, it there, probably yeah. is. I, I think of Howard Cosell as a play-by-play guy. There, there, no, I, you do. Yeah. I know, but a lot yeah. of folks just remember him for his interactions with how, yep. with Muhammad Ali. When, when you talk about eras, like personalities, for for me, it went with you know it started with Howard Cosell, then you got into Madden, and then once you get to Madden, then another era people forget. Nobody was bigger than Jim Rome at one point in time. For but it was, was on radio. I was never I, 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 on, on, on radio. On radio. He he was, I was never a fan. Still but hasn't figured out how to. Do I mean, TV. he no. he had. Well, he had, he's now he's an afterthought. That he's whole clone, that whole clone thing. He had people. Yeah, he had an army walking yeah. around talking about clones. I was that was crazy. kind of a cult. I, I'll never forget when I was working in New York. That I was part time. I wasn't one of the regular hosts, but like I was on a lot. And I remember I was doing an appearance at a bar in I don't even remember where it was somewhere in Brooklyn. And this guy comes up to me and he goes like, I'm. Joe the caller or whatever mm-hmm. his, I don't even remember his name from the Jim Rome show looking at me like as if I should know who he is because yeah. he's yeah. a caller yeah. from the Jim Rome show. Right. He had a which call. was weird. He had no, a he was call. big in that space. But if if you really look at yeah. like LeBron is, you know, I don't know why I'm not gonna say he's Muhammad Ali, but he is and has been for a couple of decades the most influential athlete. Yeah, maybe I mean, in the least, world. I don't think anybody can compare no, to Muhammad Ali. That's why Ali. I said but, I don't want to compare him to if Muhammad gonna, Ali. I mean, he's the closest but thing. He's probably. a poor man's Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I mean, and Skip is a poor man's Howard Cosell. Don't and, use, and, don't clip that part and send and it to LeBron, him. Just send him the first part. You know, yeah. Ignore that we or bleep out the poor. He man. won't get this far into it. If anyway. you got one name and they know who you're talking about, LeBron. Mm. 
Tiger. And in, sport, in sports, too, uh-huh. if I say skip, skip to anybody, yep. they're going to know true. who I'm talking about. Yep. Shannon is actually on that level, too. Like, I'm he's, trying to yeah. Shannon he's creeping. is low-key, very, very good. Yeah. I, what you mean? Like, I think, I, I wish he got a little bit more respect. In the ratings, they're still getting buried by yeah, first right. Mm-hmm. Right. But, which but, kind of surprises me, honestly. I like his podcast. Uh, Shannon is. Um, Have Shannon you seen Skip's podcast? Oh, Skip's podcast. I don't know. He, he might be the most team. compelling storyteller like, ever. He, he's sitting there with one camera, and they got the camera angles moving and panning on him. He's sitting there taking his. And it's just his, him. And it's mm-hmm. him with that. And by the way, Skip, I know what you did. See, Skip used to wear other things. You, now Skip comes <laughs> out in the outfit. He got a uniform. He has yep. the uniform of, of the black, all black, with with the chain. Yep. That's Skip. And and the white kicks. And, 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 and he don't change. He got a thousand of them fits. I'm like, he done went mm. full dark man right. character. Yeah. Wow. He the man in black. He embraced it. All right, we, right, we got to get the final take. Oh, let's do good, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, good, bad, bad, bad. We got to do it. Rapid you want to run through them real quick? All right, yesterday, yeah. G. Bush and Jay went 3-0. and oh. Bull, you went 1-2. and two. That's okay, wow. About back time, in. you guys. Closing the gap. Had a good yep. day. You are still up by a lot of games. Let's get the standings How many is a lot? How many? Come on. You guys made up two games. We finagled the camera shot for a second. we talked about our has anybody talked we, about we our new league? Oh, yeah. We did. Right, right. Okay. And have that was we, great. And have we talked about our fantasy league? Mm. G. Bush, you have 97 wins. Jay has 99. Bull has 108. I mean, Not you guys bad. made up two games, and you're still way behind. Well, now, wait a minute. I've got a lot fewer games. I mean, he Because did, I, there was a couple, like a week where he I He was on a DL. I was out, man. I wasn't thinking about anything sports-related. So, uh, I'm only, I'm, I'm only. 21 only got, games over. I've only got two more losses than you. That's it. But I'm 21 games old. But but you do know, do you know, do know if you lose the fantasy, that none of that counts. I'm not gonna lose the fantasy. The fantasy, the fantasy is hey, Mike, the fantasy Mike is Polk the has a dentist appointment. He has to get. Oh to. yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Final takes. And I'm Polk's going to Browns go camp today, so I'll have some hopefully right. some good insight tomorrow. Who's starting? Final I'm takes? starting because I have a dental appointment. Go ahead. Right after this, and I don't <laughs> want to be late. Oh, so you're leaving? Couple Mid-set. of thoughts. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm the hell out. So first, first thing, couple of quotes we forgot, both by Charles Barkley. One of them was when he was uh, stepping down, finally. He said at his press conference, first line, I know what you all are thinking. Another unemployed black man. That's a pretty great line. (laughs) Another one was was a result of being right here in Cleveland. He got into a bar fight in the flats, threw a guy through a window. Somebody asked him later on if he regretted anything about throwing somebody through that window in the flats, and he said, yes, I regret that we were on the first floor. (laughs) <laughs> that guy ruled. Great quote. I thought you were say I'm not your role model. Uh, next yeah. thing, I like that one too. Next one, the next thing I wanted to say is I uh, was thinking about it and I made a joke at the um, expense of Dawson Deaton earlier, the guy who uh, hurt his ACL. And I feel kind of bad about that. I hope he feels better and I hope you heal up and you have a great career and everything like that. And I hope it's with the Cleveland Browns. Feel better, young man. Um, and then the last thing is dentistry. Let's talk about it. I'm about to go to a dentist appointment right now. It's going to be uh, it's going to be probably a little painful getting some work done. Probably going to be pretty expensive. I do. I'm thankful that I do have dental care, which I've had plenty of periods in my life where I didn't have dental care. And it stinks. It's very I don't understand it. It's a horrible expensive world. Um, I now have it, but it's still not great dental care to be honest. It's sort of like a gift card you get at the beginning of the year for like 40 bucks and then the rest is on you. But it's still better than nothing. And I've had Nothing in the past for dental care, especially that in-between period after college. I was like just working part-time jobs and stuff like that and still putting in over 40 hours, but didn't have any dental care. So you have to resort to some pretty awful things. I got dental care at Case Western Dental College for a while. 
um, at a very inexpensive rate. Uh, my dentist was a dentist in training, not quite a dentist yet. He's like 22 years old and his name was Corey. That was comforting. Um, Corey had to postpone one of our appointments one time because he was in an ultimate Frisbee uh, competition. I am not lying. And I let him go. I, let, I was like, that's fine. We can do it an hour later, Dr. Corey. So that, I'd been down that road. I also, this is not a joke, at one point uh, did my friend Jim Tews, also a, like a comic, he and I, a good friend of mine, did dental work on each other by watching YouTube. Oh my God. Nothing major, no. nothing major, just a little bit of like cleanup and concreting uh, because we were just kind of in that position. He did a really good job and I did a terrible job on him. Uh, so I he still apologize for that. I actually still have the filling that Jim Tews put in my, in, my teeth, in my tooth. And the dentist said he did a great job. The point is we shouldn't have to, <laughs> we shouldn't have to resort to these sorts of things in Please. a first world country where we're doing dentistry on each other because at the time I wouldn't have had the 300 bucks or whatever it would have cost to do that or it would have put me in the hole for a while down the road. I don't know what the solution is. Uh, I just know that there are a lot of people who are kind of in between right now and people who are putting off dentistry because of the expense of it. And that's terrible because in the long term, it affects your long term health. Here's a real quick quote that's boring. Sorry, guys. Researchers have found a tie between poor oral health and higher rates of diabetes, cardiovascular disease and pulmonary infections. Vision loss and hearing loss are associated with a higher risk of falls, depression and cognitive impairment. And it could lead to higher rates in a hospital. Hence, it'll be more expensive down the line because we don't take care of this stuff when we can, when it's still affordable. So I'm thankful for my dental insurance right now. And this is no, in no way a reflection upon Dr. Stephen P. Marsh, whom I'm about to go and visit. Mm. I, if you're watching live, I love your work. Let's keep those hands steady, sir. And let's keep those bills nice and low. It, All right, thanks everybody. It's a disgrace in this country. <laughs> he literally has to go. Go, Mike, go. He texted me at about 11.30 <laughs> no, and said, I have a Go, go, go. It's 25 and minutes away. I have about. to go first on final takes. Hey, peace out, Paul, man. Paul, have a good yeah. one, brother. It's a disgrace <laughs> in this country that health insurance is tied to, to our jobs. People stay in jobs they don't like because of it. That's the best final take of all time. Right. He, he just, just ran out. He's, just, he's all right. Like the, all right, we guys. Have, we don't have dental insurance. We, it doesn't come you with... Don't? Nope. No. Damn. We don't have any insurance. We shouldn't. It shouldn't be through your job. But anyway, listen, more important than dental insurance. That's, that's, yeah, that's important. But what's more important is the end of an era. Last night was the final episode of Better Call Saul on AMC. Now, if you have lived the Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul life for the last 12 years or 12 seasons over, I don't know, 12 or 15 years, you saw it come to an end. Now, maybe you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, so I won't give any spoilers. I will say that I enjoyed the final episode. Bob Odenkirk, who's a comedian and was on Saturday Night Live back in the day, uh, is obviously the star of Better Call Saul. But Ray Seahorn, who plays Kim, his wife, and then eventually ex-wife, uh, deserves a lot of credit. She should win it. If she hasn't won a, what is it for the TV? Emmys? Yeah. Emmys. If she hasn't won an Emmy at this point, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know what the Emmys are doing. They're still giving it to like those dopey shows on network TV that pretty much all suck. They haven't won an Emmy in years. What? Network shows. Oh, they don't? No. Good. They shouldn't. Uh, so she deserves it. It was a great way to go out. Breaking Bad was great. Better Call Saul was great. If you haven't watched them, start doing it now. Well, this is easy. This is easy yeah. one. Shout out to my wife. So if you don't know, I, I, my wife came here on a K-1 visa. We've been married over a year. So when you get here, you can't drive. You have to get adjusted. So um, we did driving and we drove around and we got her together and she finally passed her driving test. So, nice. um, so for me, look, 
passed her driving Mike test, was right? Honking the horn. So she passed her driving test, and so before then, I used to have to get up at like six to go take her to work. She works in Seoul, and I live in Lakewood. Mm. And then I used to have to go. I come here, do the show. Then I would try to work out or try to do what I can or whatever and then get back, and then I would have to be back on the road to pick her up in rush hour traffic. So we did that for the last, oh, three months. So um, she, we, we were going to go get her car, and we, we was like, okay, we got to figure out what we're going to do. And I was just going to give, we were going to get a new cheap car. I don't know, she wanted a Honda or something. And so I leave, and I'm coming back, and I'm talking to a guy, and she surprised me and bought me a car. What? Wow. So my wife, brought me a car and I didn't even know she had it all set up and everything. Look so she, what kind of car? She bought me a Range Rover. Wow. You yeah. like it? What should me? What's not to like what, about a Range Rover? What are you talking about, bro? No, I'm saying hell yeah. <laughs> so so she's that's awesome. She's super smart. So she has an immigration consulting business. So she's like, uh, I don't know. She's she's kind of cool. So she's freaking thing. awesome, man. And she's an accountant. Man. So congrats Kudos thank you. to your wife. Thank you, dear. Thank you, dear. You're a so, you're the awesome. best. You're the best wife ever. Buying and you a car. That yeah. just beat Mike Polk's last take. But yeah. <laughs> but she did say I can't buy no more shoes. So Tyvis, the competition is off because I have a Range Rover. <laughs> Tapping out. That's okay. Well, you got I mean, the Range Rover. You can't argue there. She bought well, you a car. You can't well, argue. Okay, say nothing. Yeah. Uh, I got a minute and change. I was gonna go nuts on analytics. Mm. Uh, that's not tomorrow. enough time to go nuts save on for analytics. So I, yeah, I am gonna save it for tomorrow because. I did a lot of research in in preparing for my final take. Uh, they suck. I hate them. They've ruined sports. That's just a teaser for tomorrow's <laughs> final take. Um, I gotta I gotta have a follow on the on the Range Rover thing. Yeah. So you had no idea, bro. None. I was just driving. I was just driving there, and she was like, "Yeah." She called the Man. guy, set it up. And I'm sitting there looking around now, mind you, like the last car I had. So, you know, when you get a like you get a divorce, you split up everything. So I split up. I'm like, yo, I got the car that was paid off. I had like a Mitsubishi, like 2011 Galant. It like fell apart. So and then, and then when she got here, we was like, OK, we'll get it. I had a Nissan Rogue or whatever. And so I'm figuring like, yo, I'm about to just, you know, we'll go get a Honda and call it a day. But she had already wow. all set Now, up. what is she going to drive? Is she going to take your car? Yeah, she took the Nissan wow, Rogue. That was dude. so nice of her. You didn't you didn't just get married. You hit the lottery. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hit you the, did. Yeah, Congratulations, I man. She, That's awesome. She, I did, she put it on Facebook and I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's so nice. So, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Uh, we're out of time. We're still on Deshaun Watson Appeal Watch. Um, something could break later today if it does. Click us on. Um, we'll send out notifications. If you're not following us on YouTube, do so. And then click the notifications bell. So when we do break in, you'll know that we're talking about it and you can come on, uh, over and check us out. In the meantime, we're on a 22-hour break. We will see you guys tomorrow. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Enjoy the rest of your day. That's a great image to say goodbye on. Dequell as a biker. That's crazy. <laughs> I've got a urinate. <laughs> Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.